0: That is a pretty silly question to ask, I must say. I. I thought that was seven or eight, but apparently it was six, so. Mm-hmm. Sometimes two days with Dad and one day with Mum. <gasps> well, do, do, do you want me to say this honestly? or? Yeah.
1: Do you feel like your life would be different if your parents were together? Definitely.
0: Like? So, I've got two half-brothers and one half-sister, but no full brother, no full sister. <laughs>
1: the other half lives. When I was 7 years old I watched my parents have the fight that would split their marriage for good. I'm Charlotte Cook, I'm 23 years old now, so for the past 16 years I've lived in a split home. I've interviewed a collection of kids ranging from ages 5 to 19 about their experience with separation, blending families and everything in between. These kids, like me, have lived two lives, half here and half there. So I thought it'd be best we give them a microphone and see how the other half really lives. Is that the recording? It is. Is it okay? Yeah? (laughs) You don't have to be nervous. Over the course of this three-episode series, we look at these kids' experiences. Some have lived their entire childhood, living in a split home, while others remember all the details. These kids are anonymous. To protect them, their families, and their stories, all names will be muted. These interviews took place in true family style, so you might hear mum doing the dishes, younger siblings squealing around, or the family pet. But the words of the child are the ones we don't always have the time to listen to. And amongst all the noise, remember that as you hear their stories. Yeah, I was.
0: I didn't know what was going on. I, yeah, I just knew that my parents were, like, splitting
1: up, and I was like, oh, am I not going to have, like, proper parents? Do you remember when your parents split up? not really i was
0: like young so i didn't like i didn't really know what it meant like i didn't know what it meant so i kind of just i didn't really mind
2: (laughs) it was a weird day they just they sat us both down um everyone was pretty upset didn't take it too well but yeah they just they sat us down and explained the whole situation and basically me and my sister we we didn't really understand why
3: i just remember sitting on my sister's knee with my ears closed just waiting for it
0: to finish, yes. Mm. I can't remember. Well, I thought that was seven or eight, but apparently it was six, so.
1: Like some of these kids, I also remember the fights and conversations that followed.
0: When they first told us that they were splitting up, we were sat at the dinner table, and they, it, kind of in an interval, so it'd be like, oh, we're thinking about splitting up, and then it would be three weeks, and then or, like, a a while, and they'll be like, we've decided to fully divorce because they were trying to sort things out. And I just remember the oldest running out and crying because he knew what was going on. And then I just remember sitting there and being really confused about it, I think.
1: And how old were you when your parents
4: split up? Uh, They were never together. They were never together? No, they met at a uh, funeral.
1: Um, How old were you when your parents split up? Do you remember? I
3: don't think I was alive.
5: So some kids will be able to take it in their stride. Some kids will have been prepared because they would have seen friends' parents split up or they would have seen the parental relationship deteriorate and maybe it's a relief.
1: Family therapist Julie Burgess Manning joins me in this podcast for both a bit of free therapy on my behalf and some insight into problems faced by all kids who have experienced separation.
5: Because kids don't think of their parents so much as a couple. They think of them as, especially younger kids, they think of them as there for them as parents. So to have them split is something about them and their relationship. It's not about the couple relationship, which is, it is actually about the couple relationship. For children, often would get that wrong, I think. So it can be quite confusing and yeah. confronting. Yeah, maybe not even confusing. Kids would just think, oh, so one of my parents isn't going to be here anymore, or... You know, that must be something about me and us, whereas for the parents it's more like it's about me and my partner, it's nothing about the children. So it's a whole different kind of perspective for a child.
1: How much of an effect does parents splitting up have on children?
5: Well it's very difficult to say of course because every kid is individual and they'll all have a different level of expectation about parental relationship and and expectation of what the world should look like for them but if we took a kind of stereotypical kid I guess it has a fairly dramatic impact on kids to have their parents split up.
1: The more I delved into other kids memories of the times that surrounded the initial split the more I remembered my own. Things that happened 16 years ago came back like my brother getting told mum and dad weren't together anymore over a game of Monopoly. I wondered when other kids started to understand what memories around it they had and how it made them feel and when did they start to understand.
2: I find it quite embarrassing that my parents are split.
3: Sad, but at least I knew what was happening without not being like clueless of what
1: was happening. Did you guys see it coming?
2: Yes, a little bit, but you never wanted to believe that just because it's your parents. You could sort of see it happening, but yeah I think once it did happen and you start to think back, you look back after they've told you, you can see why and you can see the things. And
0: I remember my brother told me this the other day, I thought I was never gonna see my dad again. So I gave him this little Hannah Montana and I was like, oh, this is to remember me by. And he was like, no, you are still gonna see me and get it back. So it was really funny. I feel like it's kind of better that I was so little that sort of all I remember is them not being together. So, yeah. I remember I thinking, oh yeah, that's cool, we can have two houses, but not really getting it. I think my mum and dad talked to my eldest brother about it, just so like he kind of knew what was going on and could like, look after the younger
1: ones. I'm the oldest child in my family, so by default I kind of knew everything first, but I probably also knew more than I should have.
2: My sister's 18 um, at the moment, and yeah, I suppose when... She got told, she was pretty upset, but I don't think she understood the sort of impact it would have until later on, until now.
1: What are some of your first memories about it? Well, meeting,
0: pretty much meeting my step cause me and my stepsister were like best friends. So <laughs> we just kind of, we were just living together. So it was quite fun. At the start, I was so young and I didn't really know what was going on, but I knew that I wouldn't see mum for a while. And then, but then I'd see her again, so I was, was confusing at the start, definitely.
1: I was lucky enough to be invited into some loving, awesome and interesting homes. The makeups range from the simplest of splits to blending three times over. Each child had their own unique story and circumstances in which they have learnt to know as their lives. In all split families, there are different ways of managing custody and how much time they spend with each parent. When I was young, my brother and I did three days a week with Dad and four days with Mum... We then tried a range of other setups, but eventually settled on week about. I specifically remember being told that Dad's girlfriend wanted a week alone, so week about it was.
0: At the moment I'm sort of going up like twice a year
1: okay.
0: for like a couple of weeks.
1: Yeah. How does that work for you? Do you like it?
0: It's okay, it's better than not seeing her at all, but I do miss her heaps and I miss my brother lots too. So yeah. yeah.
4: How often do you see Dad in the holidays go there for maybe... Two weeks we used to just meet up at um, cafes every now and then like mum would be with me and we'd just all talk and then he'd go like that would happen like once a month and so i just kind of got the hang of it that you know that we i never got told that he you know they were never married and stuff that's just how i always remember it just always meeting at a cafe and then it started give like overnights and stuff
2: well it's the same now it's basically like they live at two different places so handful of nights i'll go to my dad's go back to my mum's i suppose it's better living away from home, because you you don't have to, like, it's the most annoying thing, just moving everything, forgetting something.
1: Living arrangements is one of the main stresses for the kids Mm. that I interviewed. Mm. Like, having to pack up and shift, and some of them having to fly to see their parents or not seeing them very often, or, you know, having these really disconnected relationships because they're not a
5: full-time figure. Yeah, I think that's really hard too. And I guess the optimal one, in an ideal world, would be that the parents moved that they had one place the kids lived and the parents shifted each time instead of the children because I think that's really, really difficult for children to have to pack up, like you say, and to have different kinds of rooms and different arrangements and does Dad remember that it's netball tonight or does Mum forget that it's swimming? You know, it's all those really tricky things about life and the kids are having to manage the the difficult bits because mum and dad have split funny
1: that you mentioned like parents moving houses mm, because I've been reading lots of articles about bird nesting being the new trend and that's what they call it is Mm. um, where split families and where it's financially viable they have one family home and the mum and dad you know switch to their alternative house when it's Mm. not their week on yeah yeah it's like a new trendy thing to do oh wow which could be great
5: (laughs) <laughs> or I'm an
1: early adopter <laughs> <laughs> Yeah You are a trendsetter <laughs> uh, I think that's
5: really difficult Though for parents It is re- I mean Imagine Having to do that each week That would be really difficult too Yeah And to maintain What I mean, maybe you could have an apartment you shared with your ex as well, and then the family home. Then you move out, and you're it just, just constantly in difficult. each other's space. Yeah, eh? yeah, I can't yeah, imagine really it'd be great difficult. for. It's just like, difficult for everyone.
1: <laughs> post-parent relationship, like co-parenting, <laughs> no, co-living. Oh, no. sounds hard. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, at the start, we were all sat down at the dinner table, and then they kind of did this thing where it would just be. So it was
0: just this house, and it, they'd do like a week with mum, just Mum here and then Dad would go away and stay somewhere and then we'd switch around so Mum would go away somewhere and Dad would stay here. Um, and then once they fully divorced I think that's when Dad bought a house and they decided just to do kind of the same thing I think. It took a while because at the first
3: when they first broke up I lived with Mum for quite a while and then, we, then they like started communicating again and We sorted the timetable out. How
1: much time do you spend with Mum? When do you live with Mum? Um,
3: Most of the time. And sometimes I go to my Dad's on Friday or Saturday. Well, I go to Mum's on Mondays, Dad's on Tuesdays, Mum's on Wednesdays and Thursdays and Dad's on Fridays and every second Saturday I stay there and go back to
1: Mum's on Sundays. And how much time do you spend living with Mum? Sometimes. But how much time do you live with death?
0: For a long time. We do a week about, so I do a week with them and
1: then next week I'll
0: put a dance. Cool. Yeah. Do you enjoy doing it? Yeah, it's also, it's like a bit stressful sometimes.
1: When I shifted houses every week I could comfortably say I lived out of a suitcase. I'd argue, why unpack when i just have to fold it all up again and take it away. I can remember it being decided we would have separate clothes for each house to minimise the hassle. While it minimised the hassle, the drama increased. We had our bags searched by our stepmum before leaving every week to make sure nothing from dad's house was taken to mum's. And if something snuck through the search, we learned to expect a midweek call about where the odd sock or pair of underwear was. One of the families I spoke to had six children, and of the ones that were still home, there was a seven year old. He lived with his mum and dad. He wasn't a child of a split family, but all his siblings were. So I asked him about what it was like to have his parents together.
0: Is this about me having the same mum, but not the same dad? Or me and having the same dad, but not the same mum?
1: Yeah.
0: And And me
1: having
0: the same mum and the same dad? Yeah. Okay, well, I think I'm the luckiest one, because I get to do ones that haven't a... Separated.
1: So your parents are together?
0: Um, yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. How do you feel
5: about it?
3: I, I feel quite happy. Because <laughs> when starts start
0: thinking about how his uh, dad is gone, he just like starts losing it. So I usually sort of, I, I, I'm usually pretty happy that I don't have to.
1: His siblings spent most of the time in the same house as him and didn't see much of their other parents.
4: Oh, it's definitely different because you know he's known his parents the whole time and you know his dad and mum the same. You know I can't treat them the, I can't treat the same as I treat my real dad. If he was here, it's it's kind of different because you know you are always like oh you know she's my real dad but I will treat you like it. And it's sometimes you know when you you know when you get a bit grumpy you're like oh your aunt, I don't have to listen to you you know and it's stuff like that. But he was lucky because he's never had to deal with that having to change, you know, attitudes when you go to different houses and stuff. So yeah.
1: Divorce and separation isn't really something kids have a say in. Your parents are your parents and you have to go along with what's decided. I'm sure many of us had high hopes of achieving a parent trap approach. And maybe some of us succeeded, but most of us live in a split life. I wondered if life would be easier or if they had the opportunity to change it, would they?
0: definitely if they were happy yeah like no doubt I would want my parents to be together because that's how it's supposed to be but I can't change how they work together but also if like if they didn't even have any issues in the first place it wouldn't be something I would have to think about but since we didn't even know they had issues it just came came out of the blue I think that it would have been worse because they wouldn't have been happy, of course, because like they just would have been fighting but they never fought in front of us which is kind of nice but also weird, Yeah. Definitely, this, I'd still be in Wellington. I'd probably never have gotten into riding horses or anything. No, I mean, it's pretty
4: good. quite enjoy herders. Do you feel like your life would be different if your parents were still
3: together? Yes, and I feel like I wouldn't be as happy as I am today.
2: Yeah, a lot of, a lot of people um, that I know, their parents have split. They they say that, but it's actually not that easy. It's not as simple as just going between two houses. It's not as simple as just talking about it like that.
3: Because Some, sometimes I wish that we're, they were back together again and we were just, you know, a family again, but uh, if... I wouldn't, we wouldn't really be happy if that happened and I'd rather be happy than, you
1: know. At the time of my parents' divorce, I'm not sure if you asked me whether I could answer any of that. Growing up, I don't think it affected me so much. It was all I knew. Sure, there were always tough times, but I understood that my parents were different people. Looking back from where I am now, I could say my life would have been so much easier and there would have been a whole lot of things that I never had to face. But I guess I wouldn't change it because for all this shit, I still want my parents to be happy. Yeah, what do you think about kids sacrificing their own happiness with their parents' happiness?
5: We don't know. I mean, that's their wish. A kid's ideal wish is usually for their parents to stay together because it's all about the kid and they might not actually be happy with their parents together because if it was negative all the time, that's not a happy space for kids. It's pretty sad to hear that they think they've sacrifice their happiness for that because adults are supposed to do stuff for kids not the other way around Eh? usually parents don't make that choice lightly Eh?
1: you've heard about the moment they found out their parents were separating the time that surrounded it and the different situations these kids adjust to but this is just the beginning there is never just one side to these stories but these are the words of the children who have been through it no two kids have the same story and all have been affected differently life doesn't stop after your parents split up Your world changes and it doesn't stop changing because the two people who should love you most find other people to love. Families blend and the adjustment period continues. For me, this journey is personal and reflective as I share my experiences with you and the families who let me into their homes. But don't get me wrong, it's not all bad. There are plenty of pros. Stay tuned to episode two to hear about all of my parent trap tricks, how we manage our families and some of the reasons why we love being from a game of two halves. I'm Charlotte Cook, and you've been listening to How the Other Half Lives, a podcast made in association with the New Zealand Broadcasting School. Music by Emily Browning.